Uh, hello. Hello, Nico. Hey, man. Uh, why do you sound like that? What's your favorite scary movie? Okay, so we're just going to lead with a question. Um, are we talking regular horror or like elevated horror? I, I, I don't know. What, what, what's your favorite scary movie? I mean, if we're talking something high concept, I mean, like Hereditary, The Witch, maybe It Follows. Are those good enough? I, I, I mean, like, don't, don't you like slasher movies? Not really, man. I get kind of squeamish with the blood and stuff. I like things that really get into my soul and have me reevaluate my life. Ugh. You, you Gen Z's and your damn high elevated horror. <laughs> what, sir? Who, who is this? And why are you judging my taste? <clears throat> mm. uh, uh, sorry, man. Hey, it's JJ. We're doing the podcast. Oh, JJ. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, thing in my throat. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast. Uh, this podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by the Dadgum Original Batman on Film. Uh, here he is. Here's Nico, who is kind enough to play along with me just now. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude! That was fun. I think it went well. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. We sold it. I think people will actually be worried for my life for the first ten minutes I- or ten seconds there. <laughs> I, I certainly hope so, or else I'm just we're not as good as actors as we think we are. <laughs> well, you're actually an actor. I'm not. So oh, okay. I think you nailed it. I tried. I tried. It's you, funny because I could see you. So like I know it's you, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> pretend like I don't know it's JJ, even though everybody knows it's JJ, including myself. But I should have I should have muted it. We we did this all wrong. Or I did this all <laughs> wrong. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh so you know, like we said, like before we recorded, I was like. The, these movies that that hit me so hard, uh, like we just did Tick, Tick, Boom a few weeks ago. And it's like and now I go talk about Scream. And I, I saw you posting about it. I was like, it's like I'll just reach out to him. Like, hey, you want you want to do Scream on the podcast? And of course, you said yes, because, oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, it, it's just funny because it's like, OK, I guess Nico's my go to guy here. <laughs> I respect that, man. Hey, I respect that. I'm happy to be here with you. Happy to talk about this anytime, brother. Well, let me let me ask you to to start off. What what is your uh, when did you get into the the scream movies? Yeah, so it's funny is um, it's both it's both old and recent. Um, I got into the first scream I saw probably when I was in. I probably saw it like going to high school. Um, it's one of those that people were talking about it. You see the costumes every year, so I think I finally ended up watching those. Maybe like in eighth grade or my freshman year of high school. Um, I watched Scream 1 and 2, and I never, uh, at that point, three, three, well, 3 was out, but I don't know if 4 was out. 4 wasn't out until like when I was in high school, like my sophomore year of high school, I think 4 came out, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I've always seen, so I've seen 1 and 2, love them, absolutely love 1. I think it's one of the best horror films of all time. Of and um, so we would watch those over and over. And then I never got around to three because people told me it was bad. Like <laughs> my older cousins and stuff said it was bad. And then when four came out, um, I went through a phase where like, I still didn't really like slasher movies. Mm. Um, and I think I was so in like the comic book movies and stuff in 2010, 2011, that I didn't go see four and people were telling me four wasn't good. So I didn't see it. So in anticipation for this one, I had always seen one and two. I've showed people one and two. And then actually the week 
before seeing this new one, I finally sat down and watched three and four. And I liked the both of them. They're not bad. And we could get into that later, but they were totally not what people were telling me for years. In my opinion, for me, they were not what people were telling me that they were for years. I had a great time with them. So it's funny. I watched one and two years ago and kept watching them. And then I just recently watched three and four and the new one. How about you though? What's your, what's your introduction to screen? Uh, yeah, I, I've said this story on the uh, on the show before, uh, but it's it, it's a fun story where I actually watched because I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. Um, I stress the little um, just a little. <laughs> I, I watched like the TV edit on uh, on Fox, like when must have, must have been like two or three years after the first movie came out. And it and not only did it scare the hell out of me, but it was the first time a horror movie. I realized a horror movie could have. Um, like characters I liked and yeah. a story. Um, yeah. It was like, I watched the exorcist when I was a kid, absolutely scared the oh, living God. bejesus yeah. out of me. Um, you know, I grew up Catholic too. So I was like, Oh, this is real. Oh, like the 100%. devil, the yeah. devil's oh. coming for me, you know? Oh yeah, dude. Um, but like, but scream, it was, it, it's a different kind of horror, obviously, because it's, there's a, there's an actual reality to it. You know, no offense to growing up Catholic or whatever, but uh, it's, uh, y- you know, because it's, it's, you know, like the poster for the new one says it's somebody, you know, yeah. which, which is actually very scary. Um, and this predates like screen, the original screen predates Columbine, you know, where yeah, just kids that are just like fucked up in the head are suddenly yeah. going to be, yeah. um, you know, coming after you uh, or going to kill you for seemingly no reason. And there, there's a, there's a real life horror to that. Um, but, but my, my sister and I, and she's kind of growing up to, we kind of grew in opposite directions where we, we joked about this on a previous episode that she's grown up to hate horror movies. She can't sit through them. Uh, mm-hmm. I got her to watch, uh, us, uh, a few months ago and I think I traumatized her by accident. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I was like, that's yeah. not that bad. And then like the whole movie, she's like covering her eyes. But, um, when we were kids, she loved it. Uh, but like scream, we, it was like a shared love language we had. Um, like we, cool. we, we bought the, the DVD set, uh, the first three, I don't think she's seen four yet, but it's, it's funny you say that because I didn't realize, you know, I, I guess just predating the internet, so, so to speak, that there was like a, a hate for three. I really, yeah. I love three. Um, it's great. It's a and good time. It, 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 I think it is too. And, uh, and same with four where I really enjoy four. I don't think they're not as strong as the first two, but they're not bad by any means. No. Um, so I, yeah, but, but this one, the, the new one that just came out, I think, you know, you hear the term, you know, made for the fans by the fans and you just roll your eyes like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, but then again, you see like the trailers for the Batman with, for Matt Reeves. It's like, clearly he's a Batman fan. Oh, 100%. The, yeah. And, um, and with the new scream, it's like, okay, clearly these guys, uh, radio silence, they grew up on scream. They're excited to talk about scream and to make a scream movie. And that's awesome. 100%. I, and, and, you know, on top of that, I think, um, I think you felt that way from the trailers right away too. Yes. Um, I was because 
and I only saw these recently, so I didn't like feel this way till recently. But when I saw the trailers for this new one, I'm like, oh, they're doing the scream thing again, the way they keep doing like these Halloween ones over and over, and they keep rebooting like the Nightmare on Elm Street. And um, but then you see the trailers, you see like all the OG cast back, and yeah. I had never known like if they were in three and four, like I didn't know that yeah. because I'm like, is this like are they doing the thing like they did with Halloween where they're actually doing where like it's technically the sequel to the first one and everything else is recon like, right oh, it's, it's part two that. yeah and then it wasn't until i looked into it and they're like no it's five and they're we're insinuating it was like the last one so that's what re- really made me want to watch three and four before it but just from the trailers alone it has like some of the greatest hits in it where like you see the girl answer the phone then you see the og cast you see Ghostface, and it's like okay this looks good and then and actually going to see it and watching it, I'm like, wow, these guys love this franchise and you yeah. feel it. And yet, so they captured, I think they captured everything that you love about the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. And I also think this one at at the same time is very fresh in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I, I thought that too. I, I always get nervous with these legacy sequels because they can very much be hit or miss. I mean, any sequel, I oh, guess, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, like you know the for every like um like Halloween right 2018 which I thought was great you get like a Dumb and Dumber two which was yeah. awful you know yeah. um but I I was really glad that this is technically Scream five you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't retcon anything um I, I thought about that I was like what if they had made they they made it like this this technically was Scream two you know I I don't think it would have been as effective um. As uh, as if it was just Scream Five, because you know those movies are so connected, and so every one of them has a different flavor, and so interesting and exciting, which you don't get, which you miss out on if you just retcon it. Um, and and no offense to Halloween, because I think the Halloween Halloween Kills, yeah, Halloween Kills is okay. It's not great, but I still enjoyed it. You know for what it is um but it's it's fun to think okay good they 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 wanted to say no this is part five which is is important i think which i wonder why i would love to sit down and maybe you know this and i just can't and i just haven't like found an outlet for it but i would love to like find someone in the industry talk about like i think are like simpler movie names like a thing now because i'm like I could see why they didn't want to call it Scream 5, but just yeah. calling it Scream. Like, I wonder if people were like, oh, are they just re-releasing Scream in theaters? <laughs> because it's Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, Scream. And then it's just Scream again, which was interesting. Is there, do you know, is there a reason for that? Like that they just call it Scream? I think, I think it's just a marketing technique to say. That's what that was my, yeah. Yeah. Just to say like uh uh, just to invite new audiences in. Cause I think that okay. you, you cannot see the first four and enjoy this one. 100%. Um, I agree with you. And, and I think the same thing about Halloween. I think the same thing about Candyman that came out last summer, uh, point. Point. which, which, which again, I enjoyed, um, which I probably wouldn't have enjoyed if it wasn't Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause I was like, no, he, he sold the movie for me. The, the movie itself was, was okay, but I think yeah, he, no, he's great. Yeah. Um, well, let me let me ask you something. I love to ask people about Scream. Did uh, not just this movie, but um, did you guess any of the killers 
Because the joke, so, the joke I always make is that I, I knew it was Billy in part one, knew it. Oh yeah. But when it was Stu, I was like, I was like, holy shit, it's Stu. <laughs> um, but like all literally, th- this was the first one I was, uh, and this is spoilers, by the way. I'll put that in the description. Everybody. What? <laughs> <laughs> There'll be spoilers for Scream for the new Scream. Uh, I was. This was the first time in the past few movies I was half right. I knew who the killer was. So. Okay, I love that we're doing this. So yeah, yeah. I've been, I've never been. Okay, wait, no, I technically have. I've been half right many times and only full right once. So in the first one, I actually, when I was watching, I, I was so young when I saw it. I think I like believed it wasn't Billy. Okay. I kept thinking it was Stu because he was never in any scenes. Oh, wow. What, what, like when I saw Scream, I was like 11. So there's like, I totally didn't, I was like 11 or 12. It must have been before high school. Um, now in two, I was like, from the minute the movie started, uh, I do remember going, it's Timothy Oliphant's character <laughs> because he's, he's actually, he ends up like not being in like the middle of the movie that much at all. He's like one character who you barely see, yeah, as the know. movie keeps going on. So I'm like, okay. Uh, three, I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see that coming with, uh, Roman. I did not now four, four, I was like, when was the same cast and everything, um, in four. I started having a feeling it was Emma Roberts. Okay. The reason why is I it's just like Hayden Panettiere mix. So the Colkin kid I didn't see. They did him well, which is shout out to the third Colkin. Um, <laughs> it's always great to see a Colkin pop up. Um, oh yeah. I had a feeling I'm like, okay, if they do this fourth one, like, how do you make it different? I'm like, Oh, I bet it's Emma Roberts. Oh, maybe it's Emma Roberts. And yeah. then it was, so I'm like, Oh, wow. This one. What's funny is I was surprised at how I knew. So you were half right in this one. Who, who were you half right about? Uh, Jack Quaid. Okay. I- see, I, dude, I love this. I was the opposite. Okay. So I figured it was Amber because she's played this type of role before. She's one of the Mansons in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. okay. And um, when I don't know, not that they telegraphed it, but I think they always try to telegraph one and make you surprised about the other sometimes. Yeah. So sure. for Amber, just because like I know and she's did another movie i forget what it's called but where she plays like the scary girl too and i'm like i why do i feel like it's gonna be her and then when it was i'm like oh wow wait it actually was her Mm -hmm. a little on the nose for me not a bad thing Um, but if you but if you don't know the actress 
you're probably not thinking that where I was like, okay, I'm definitely thinking. Cause I feel like sometimes actors get cast in the same roles over and over. I didn't see uh, Jack Quaid coming. I yeah. didn't because he's so good at playing the like dork dude. Yeah. Yeah. That he was really selling it for a minute. And I'm like, Oh, I bet they want me to think it's him. And um, I was just hoping it wasn't Melissa Barrera. Even though, like, it was, even though it, like, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it would be hard to guess that, but um, I was still like, okay, let's not do that again. So it was, it was creative. So when were the, so you knew it was Billy in the first one, you guessed Jack Quaid in here. Were you able to guess any of them in two or three? No. Um, it, it's funny because I, I attribute this uh, shout out to uh, Ryan C. Showers, who does the screen with Ryan C. Showers podcast, a uh, good friend of mine. Um, I think I, I, I've been on his show, you know, he's a great guy. He talked about how in scream two, it, it made sense for it to be Mrs. Loomis because Lori Metcalf at the time was a big star and she was on Roseanne and everything. And, and I, and that, that thought was going through my head while watching the movie. I was like, Jack Quaid, I think is quote unquote, the most famous of the new cast. That's a good point. I never thought about that. So it would make sense if it was him and give him something new to do. Um, I, I did doubt it a couple times, just like I doubted Billy a couple times in the first film. Um, the kicker, though, uh, and, and Ryan pointed this out to me, was that in, in the other screen movies, you never see the person who ends up being the killer. You never see them alone. But there is a scene where Quaid is alone. You know, when he's in the motel, he's like, you know, scarfing down Pizza oh, Hut and yeah. he's watching the, the Stab 8 thing, which, by the way, I think it's funny that Stab 8 movie <clears throat> he was watching the review on did look fucking terrible. Awful. <laughs> I was Awful. like, I was like, that's funny. Like, it does look like a bad movie that we would all hate. Um, but I was like, I was like, but he's alone. The killers aren't supposed to be alone. Like, that's weird. That's um, a really cool little little piece there that i never thought about till right now but you're right yeah no he, he i mean he knows these movies like up upside down you know um you should definitely check out his podcast if you haven't yet he's well definitely uh, well he's uh like he's he's great um but uh yeah so i was like but the, it was just like it was but also the way he was eating the pizza i was just like weird <laughs> like, like, this guy's just not a killer this guy just isn't <laughs> there's no way he's just shoving the pizza in his mouth and i was like is it him now he's alone though and like that's that's but that's how it's they're not supposed to be alone well, um, let me tell you something too i'm glad it ended up being him because like you said it it gave him something else to do and i think he sold it really well i thought yeah. he does a nice job when that reveal happens because i was i was excited so i love the boys and oh yeah, I was yeah. already interested in this movie, you know, even not seeing three and four, but when they started casting people, mm-hmm. um, cause he was one of the first, and then I didn't know Melissa Barrera yet. Cause in the Heights hadn't come out yet when yeah. I, um, when she was cast. So I didn't know who she was, but so, so the only one I, re- I really knew is Jack Wade. And when this movie started up until seeing it, I was so curious, like what his role was going to be. Cause the trailers don't really show the characters do much. They kind of just show them which is smart because they don't try to give anything away because some scenes feel like oh if you put that in the trailer you might start thinking yeah yeah. when when the movie started i'm like oh he's kind of playing 
you know, Huey in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh man, I almost hope he does something else in this movie. And that's why I started doubting him being in you know the killer because he's 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 so good at this like Huey role. And I'm like, oh wow, he's just gonna play like the the awkward guy again. And then yeah. boom, and I'm like, okay, wow, wait, I'm just seeing a different side of range from him. Just so for seeing him as an actor, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um you know, it's uh, on a quick the boys tangent here real quick. Um, I I was watching an interview with uh, the creator of the show, Eric Kripke, and he said that in the beginning of the show, when when Robin dies, that he wanted to be like the comic where, it, you know, Robin just gets obliterated and it happens like instantly. And then like a train runs away. But the uh, director of that episode convinced him to slow it down. And to have it be this like crazy moment where you see her like explode. And, and he was like, Oh, like that, that was like, ended up being way better. And it was so funny because I watched the interview and I thought that was way better. That director was totally right. Uh, That, that scene just had that much more impact because if you've ever read the comic, I think the comic's terrible. If I'm being, I haven't read it, but I've heard that I've heard like um, I've heard it's not good. And I remember seeing people, um it's funny like reading comics and being in the comic space because sometimes yeah, yeah. you'll see like something go up in value and people are like well it's not that good so I remember <laughs> when the boys came out and they're like all the boys graphic novels sold out the record time and people mm-hmm. are tweeting like all these people just overpaid for the clout they're not even good the show <laughs> like they just paid hundreds of dollars to hate these books or whatever so I've heard that. I've have not read them, but I've 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 seen that that's the case. It, it's just it like the show, the 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 graphicness of it feels natural to the story, but but the comic to me at least feels it like it's graphic just to be graphic. Got it. Okay. Um, I mean that's just my personal opinion. Whoever sure. out there loves it, you know, more power to you. Um, and I feel like I have to say that nowadays with. <laughs> crazy fans out there which again is kind of like the movie uh but um i i think what this movie did really well was because of the first trailer we we think that jenna ortega you know tara is killed off right at the beginning and i think it was so smart when uh when wes uh calls um uh shit uh sam and says um you know hey like uh tara was attacked can you come back here and I was just like, oh, she's not dead. That's yeah. interesting. And I never suspected her as a vil- as, as one of the killers. But the fact that they didn't kill her off and Sam's attacked almost immediately. And then um, and then Kyle Gallner is, is actually the first victim of the movie. Yeah, I was uh, I was really surprised by all of that. And and Kyle Gallner, not that he's like a huge, huge star, but I did not expect him to be killed off as quickly as he was you know he, he doesn't even have any he has like two or three lines of dialogue in the movie mm. and it's just and it's like oh like he's he's dead you know yeah. so right off the bat i'm glad you brought that up because this shows once again how the movie is different it's fresh and a little more creative so it normally opens up you know with a girl or girls getting killed whether they're mm-hmm. watching the stab films like in four when it keeps showing them watch the killings like through like a sequence but they yeah. all end up dying 
And um, I kept wondering in the trailer, they always cut after it looks like she's going to get stabbed again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, the big thing about at least the original was no one knew that Drew Barrymore was going to get killed is what I've been told. Like she's was the biggest name. She was the one who was marketed and then she's gone the first five minutes. Right. When they kept, when they say, like you said, West Coast, well, Tara's alive. I'm like, or yeah, I'm like, wow. Okay. Wait a minute. This is different. Then we get the attack in the hospital and I'm like, there's not a victim yet. There's an attempted victim. There's a fail. And then they kill that dude. And that's really the first death and it's outside, you know, it's not in daylight, but it's in public by the car and everything. And I'm like, wow, kind of flipping the script. Cause then you're like, okay, well the first death doesn't come for a while. And the main two people are alive and they yeah. really establish our like two new protagonists of the cast. And I also want to say, I thought Jenna Ortega was awesome. In here. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She's my favorite performance of the new cast. I also love like, the way they use like kind of what I was joking about on the top, like that elevated horror, like when she's answering the phone and she's saying like that she likes like the Babadook and Hereditary and it yeah. follows like, can you ask me questions about those movies? I know those movies. <laughs> yeah. how I like I'm like, that's funny because there is a conversation in the film, I guess, world now more than ever is how these horror movies are being made now are so, so different. There's a lot more art house ones. There are a lot more like deep and psychological and um so so to have that humor worked in the tent scene and i thought um i thought her performance like when she gets it right and she's like i got it you fuck i'm like wow okay she's the first girl who's like kind of like giving it back to the like voice yeah yeah voice really hard um and then man she keeps going through it man like she gets attacked quite a couple times and she sells it so hats off to her um i haven't seen her in anything else i know she's in um i know she's in that show you people love i think oh okay um but i've never seen her before but people were excited that she was in this and now i see why she's great i want to see her do like a million more things i know i i totally agree and, and you're a way bigger film buff than i am you know i, I see your tiktoks for your your My man. doing all that shit um and i and i love that uh so it's like well, he'll know about this stuff better than I would, because if it's not like Spider-Man or Batman, I don't know much about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, <laughs> slightly kidding. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But um, but yeah, the, the movie, you know, in terms of being like fresh and different, one thing that really surprised me was uh, was Sheriff Hicks, um, you know, survivor from uh, part four. Uh, like she's killed in broad daylight in front of yeah. her house. That. Yeah blew my mind i remember i i was in the theater and i just staring at the screen going it's daylight yeah like she's just murdered right in front of her house that's insane and and then her son it and i thought it was such a great tense scene with her son with wes um being uh you know he's in the house he's getting dinner ready you know he's grabbing all the dishes he's grabbing soy sauce he's doing all this stuff is you know he was just in the shower and all i could think was just like is he gonna die like what's happening here and is this the first time and i like i said i know i watched them too long ago and then i did a rewatch and then i watched one through four straight um and maybe just because i watched them so close together now ty tried to do like the binge rewatch to catch up Did, did we ever see like a two for one that close together 
Uh, that is a good question. I don't, I don't think so. I don't not like that close where it's in the same five minutes. I, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so. Cause that's a pretty big two for one, but it also, it, 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 it goes back to the, uh, the two killer thing. Like, like right at the beginning, I was like, Oh, there, there I mean, there has to be two killers. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think there was a, a version of the script for three where there were two killers uh, with mm-hmm. Roman. Um, but uh, I, 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 but I, I, I think it kind of works that it's just him, um, yeah. but, uh, or, or it does work. I mean, you know, they did the movie, they figured it out, but, <laughs> um, but in this one, like immediately, like when they're showing like the FaceTime with Amber, I was like, I was like, Oh, like there's, there, there has to be two. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so no, I, I don't think there has been. Um, but when that happened, I was like, yeah, there's there's two for sure. Oh, yeah. And and there was a minute, it, it only happened at the end of the movie when I thought there might be three. Because after like they, they do like Sam does her goodbyes with uh with Sydney and Gail, I was like, there better not be a third killer, there better not be like a post-credit oh gosh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I got like really nervous. I was like somebody else is gonna die right now <laughs> i did too and um yeah no i did too and uh you're right this whole movie it definitely felt like there were two yeah like that was it was pretty clear and the way they do so not only the you know the broad daylight death so we have the one outside the bar we have the broad daylight one now also seeing west get like cut through the face like that yeah like it they dialed up these like the creativity and in a way some of the gruesomeness of these kills which i also think was really effective it, it was um, um yeah. because i think four they really went for like that mid 2000 like the mid 2010s where they just oversaturated with like blood and stuff mm-hmm like when they walk into, I remember when they walked into their friend's room, the first girl who dies and, and like the walls are completely red. I'm like, all right, let's settle down here. I, I thought the same thing. Yep. I'm like, come on, come on. They don't <laughs> want to be that all over the place now. You're just doing this to do it. Um, but that's okay. But in this one, I'm like, wow. Like, and that, and, and then like how slow it is. Yeah. Oh, they're making you sit with this one, man. They're making you sit with this one. It's, dope but it's also uncomfortable yeah yeah so right away so we we just named so many things that just make this feel it's scream movie because the characters and ghost faces in it but it 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 feels different because of how much they remix that formula um no i i totally agree it's funny you say that because i i rewatched four when i got home from watching the new one and and i thought the same thing where i was like, I was like oh her guts are out and everything else yeah it's disgusting come on this is is, we don't we don't need all this the movie's already rated r because they're saying fuck a million times (laughs) yeah we don't need that yeah but um or maybe we're just prudes who knows but (laughs) we might be i don't know (laughs) i don't think so but um you know this new one like especially i was and rightfully so when uh tara's in the hospital and she's on the wheelchair trying to escape and you know, like her hand is getting bloody and she's just crying. And it's just that I didn't feel was too much. I, well, okay. Well I did and I didn't I did in the sense that like, Oh my God, that's really bloody, but it didn't bother me because I was like, this, this is really effective. This is yeah. making me, I was cringing in my seat, but not because it was bloody because it felt real. It felt scary. Yeah. And 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 I it was funny and I thought the movie did this perfectly. Literally in my head, I went, 
why the fuck are they not at the hospital yet? Yeah, this isn't a big fucking town. They should be there by now. And then she's like, I'm just stalling for time, motherfucker. And then they come through the elevator. I was like, oh, thank God, that was so cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was tight. And I'm I'm with you. I thought the the stuff of the hospital with Tara, I thought it it rode a line very well. It never really, I think, crossed it for me where I'm like, okay, it's too much. I will say the only thing I thought is, wow, is her performance great because her character's going through it. But damn, her character is really being like beaten up and hurt. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, because the only thing about these movies that always made me laugh is like, and our guy Zeddy always talks about this. And I love when he says it because he'll never use it as a con, but he's always like, he he just laughs when like you get stabbed in all these films eight times and you live and <laughs> you're dead so i was thinking yeah tara might might just be dead by now if she's getting thrown out of the wheelchair and everything but i will say Tara's the only character who i didn't think was gonna die even in this scene i'm oh, like i'm well. tense but i still don't think she's gonna die even though it's working i'm scared and i have that feeling in the back of my mind because i think right away when you find out she's alive the first time at the beginning i'm like oh the the biggest difference in this movie is they're gonna let that first girl live the whole way through the only time we're ever gonna see that first girl it's gonna be like oh let's flip the script that first girl is never gonna die she's gonna stay alive the whole time and that's why i saw sam sam i thought might die more to protect tara Mm -hmm. um Cause when she was also crawling on the ground as effective as it was. And I think her performance is what really sells it. Absolutely. I was going, I said, man, are they going to have me watch her get stabbed seven times live and then kill her again in this brutal way? I said, I don't, I don't know if they would do this poor girl like that. Come on, man. And then when Sam comes through, I'm like, okay, good. And even yeah. at the end, I didn't think Tara was going to die. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Tara was. I don't know why, and maybe it's because like I liked her character so much, I didn't want her to. Yeah, but I'm like, I see this narrative of she's gonna be the one who live, and when they started like having Sam's story being connected to Loomis, which I thought was great right away when they first did it, I was like, oh, they're gonna do this, and then it ended up working beautifully. I wasn't mad about it, but I'm like, okay, yeah. Oh, she's like that long lost daughter of the first killer, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but then it yeah. ended up working, but I was like, okay, she'll be the one to die. So that Tara lives. Yeah. I can yeah. see, I never, I feel like the younger sister was just going to live. That's that's it normally happens that way. I, I, it's, it's funny you say that. Cause I, I did think she was going to die, but, I thought it would happen at the end of the movie because, you know, they, they made mm-hmm. that big point. Like she, she lost her inhaler. And, and again, Jack Quaid and the same thing I thought with Timothy Oliphant in uh, scream Two, where that character is a good actor. You know, when he tries to convince yeah. Sydney that the boyfriend, like her boyfriend, Derek is, is the other killer. Um, and it's such a good scene. That guy's, he's just evil as shit. Like, and oh, yeah. you know, uh, and I, and it was part of the reason I didn't suspect Jack Quaid because I, I or I did suspect Jack Quaid, but I was also like, I, I feel like silly being drawn into him when he was like, you haven't seen your sister in five years. What do you really know about her? <clears throat> I was like, I was like, Jack, oh, my God, you're right. What if it is? <laughs> what if it yeah, is? Tara? Like, He's got a point, man. <clears throat> yeah. And but I loved that he was the most rational person. You know, yeah. throughout the whole thing where, you know, he's like, 
she, you know, she's like, what's the address? And he's like, oh, it's one, two, three. We're getting the fuck out of here lane. And that was I, so fun. I, you know, and, and, you know, and Quaid could, he really sold it. And then when he turned and then he held up the inhaler, I was just like, I was like, I knew it. You I'm son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Huey would never. <laughs> he would never. Um, but, um, but the funny thing when it was, uh, when it was Amber, who was the second killer, I, I think I didn't suspect her for the reason that she was uh, the name escapes me. The girl with the, the purplish pink hair um, when oh, um, live. Yeah. Yeah. When she was like, you know, they were like, oh, you're too boring to be the killer. I, I That kind of was the reason I didn't suspect Amber. God. I was like just okay. a forgettable character that I didn't think much about. But looking back, it's like, well, duh. Right. You know, because yeah. she's the one missing from all the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um but I, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I think uh, it, it was effective and it worked. And the, the ending, actually, I thought a lot about this, um, made me think of uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife because it's like it's where, you know, you, you've seen it, right? Ghostbusters? No, but it's okay. Okay. If you say something. It's, oh. it, it's totally okay because like, so I didn't see that. Um I'm not not big on Ghostbusters. That's just something that I didn't see because um, my money was all in on Spider-Man. But I come <laughs> to the thing where it's been so long. So I have subjected myself I, to potential spoilers. And I figured that the three guys are there. Well, no, well it's not only that. Uh, I mean, this is in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything for you by telling oh, you this. Okay, but cool. it's it's the it's the original villain. It's go it's Gozer. Um, uh, yes. And. and uh, but it, what was interesting to me was, you know, so it, it's Gozer and they have to fight her again and they're trying to figure out how to trap her or whatever. Um, but because it was that that tied so closely to the original, it, I was thinking of that the whole time watching the the, the finale because they're, they're in Stu's house. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, cool. the, it's the kitchen set all over again. And, and both times with both of these movies, I didn't think, well, well, this is silly. Like, why are we doing this? I... I thought like this is effective because it's me as a fan. It's bringing me even more into the movie. Now, now I'm closer and uh, more emotionally invested because I'm like feeling Sydney's trauma almost like, yeah, here's where her boyfriend and one of her best friends tried to fucking kill her 25 years ago and they're doing it all over again. You know, it's, it's terrifying. Um, and I think that that that's what sells 100%. it. Yeah, yeah, it, it it totally sells it. Um, and it in lesser hands, it could have been in in both situations, Ghostbusters and Scream, it could have been um, it, it it could have been cheesy and and just like eye rolling. But uh, I don't think it was. Um, which is funny when I you know Ryan, I was talking about before. I texted him after the movie. I was like, oh, it made me think of Ghostbusters. He's like, he's like, I think you said that to me before. <laughs> I was like. I was like, the odds of me talking about Ghostbusters are pretty good. So I probably did. I love it. Uh, I will say um, I did like, so it's funny. Earlier we talked about how the movie really does feel like it it could stand on its own. And and if a new fan were to walk into that movie, I think you would be just as entertained, but it's everything else that adds. If you're a big screen fan, then all the other things will hit for you, which it did, you know, for you and me, but I thought it was really cool going back to the house. I liked I don't necessarily think it was redeeming Billy Loomis, but I do like Sam seeing him. Yeah, that was interesting. That was very interesting to me. 
Yeah. Um, and how he was almost a couple times like when he guides her to the knife. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't take that as like, oh, he's good, but she's, you know, seeing something and she's finally gonna use that. She's somehow gonna use that terrible history about her. And which is basically just picking up a knife and killing someone like Billy did. <laughs> right, so right. conceptually, it's like not a good thing, but for the movie, I thought it worked like really well for what they were trying to do. And I yeah. saw someone on Twitter, which is the best place to share opinions, right? Of course. <laughs> I, saw, I saw someone tweet, they're like, I can't believe that Scream tried to validate Loomis. And I said, I don't think it did. I don't think it was trying to make him good at all because he's a murderer right. i literally just think it was oh that's her dad she was haunted by seeing him but at the end in that house she saw him and then saw the knife and was like oh kill him like you gotta kill him like yeah kill or be killed it was like a fight or flight it was more of like a nod to like she came from this killer and she's gonna be the one to stop the killers it's more it's like ray being a palpatine in the rise of skywalker right yeah like, because she's a good character doesn't mean Palpatine's a good character. Right. She's rewriting, okay, now my legacy is better. I'm the good version of this family now. Like, I'm it, now a hero, not the killer. It, it's it's also from her perspective. She didn't know him, you know? Correct. So, Correct. So, she, so she's just imagining what he's like as a person, you know? Um, and it's just... And, you know, and I love that you said it that way, that fight or flight moment where it, it it's just it's a visual thing where he's pointing out the knife to her and, you know, she's she's going to go get it because it's like in if, if he wasn't there, she would have still seen it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just that visual thing of her embracing that history and embracing saying, like, you know, don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer or whatever. Um, which is a great, great line. Um, and, and I think, um, you know, it, it's, I'm so glad to talk to you about this to get into the motivation of the killers. Um, like as soon as, as, as Jack said that when he was like, you know, how can we be toxic if we love something? I just, I just, I almost started laughing because I was like, oh my God, like how many interactions have I had with like, you know, some of these like zaddies as Pete yeah. Vera calls them, you know, um, and th that has just been extremely negative over nothing. You know, uh, do, do you know uh, Zaki Hassan? I, I do. I saw I didn't see the whole thing, but I know something wacky happened yesterday. He, he's I mean, he's a friend of mine. He's or the other day and he gets you know, he gets into it with some of these guys sometimes. And it's just so funny, like the way he puts it where he's like, I can't imagine being that thin skinned about anything that <laughs> it's somebody makes a joke about <clears throat> a, <clears throat> excuse me, a movie I liked and I have to just attack them immediately because <clears throat> I've had those interactions. Like <laughs> I just, I, I just replied. I laughed. I said, LOL to them because somebody yeah. uh, said to me, I, I said something about Snyder being like a cult leader or something like that. And, uh, and somebody said to me, like, whatever, you're a 40 year old version lives in my mom. It lives in your mom's basement or something. And I started cracking up because I was like, OK, uh, first of all, I'm 34. Secondly, <laughs> uh, my profile picture is with my daughter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like 
third, like my mom's dead, so I don't live in her basement. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my, I'm so sorry. It's like, and then, and then fourth, like, you're proving my point. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> like, proving my. Because you're just you're like psychotically attacking me, this person you don't know over a movie director. You it's, know. Oh, I you know, <laughs> this movie is so meta. Yeah. But I love it because they all are and they yeah, all yeah. play they all poke fun at the sequels and while managing to tell a pretty compelling story with the plot. And this one I think does the meta thing of the sequels the best because yeah. they're telling a really compelling story with these new characters, having it be all having it be people connected to the old killers yep. was yep. interesting. It was different. Um, Cause they were, they were, re- they were receiving consequences for actions they didn't commit. Right. So it was yep. almost tragic in a way to see all these terrible, like the whole sins of the fathers thing. But then the whole meta idea, the whole movie where they're like, I love the living room scene mm-hmm. when um, I forget both twins names, but the girl yeah, um, yeah. gives them the whole rundown, like what a requel is. And she's literally telling you the plot of the movie, but you don't realize yeah. it later. And she's like, no, there are people who get so mad at these movies that like they and then I love because when she was naming all the franchises, I'm like, is she gonna say Star Wars? And then when it ended with even Star Wars, I'm like, because Star Wars is the one I felt the most of like the last Jedi, how it, it like ruined their childhood. And people really say it ruined their childhood or whatever. And then yeah. when the killers reveal that, when Jack Quaid and Amber are like, How can we be toxic? And we love it. These movies mean a lot to people, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, they're so psychotic. They took toxic fandom. Fandom. I keep saying fandom because the silly DC event. I love that. <laughs> but it's made me it's made me say fandom when I want to say fandom. I didn't even um, realize you were saying <laughs> I, I I did it on Vigilante two times last week. And after it, I said, I hate myself. Uh, and I hate DC for calling it fandom because now I just think everything's a dome. Um, <laughs> I just think everything with DOM's a dome. Um, That's funny. It's it's like Dome Toretto in Fast and Furious. Dome Toretto. Um, he does have a dome. So. He does. He does have a dome. It's very defined. But I loved that reveal because you're right. It's almost like you're laughing at the killer reveal because it's so silly. Yeah. But that's how self-aware I think the Scream franchise always has been. Yeah. And I feel like maybe some critics and people, they didn't like three and four because they just get more and more self-aware. And that's the strongest part of the movie. So, yep. When it turns out these two killers are killers because they hated Stab 8 and wanted to make a better Stab film and what better way than to have the legacy characters come back. Like the movie script of this film is in the killer's minds. I'm like, this is pretty brilliant. And it's hilariously ridiculous, but you're also terrified because you're like, well, this might be the last one. So, And they off Dewey. And they off Hicks. So yeah. are we going to see Cox actually bite it? Are we going to see Sydney actually die? Yeah. So you're sitting there going, that's a funny concept. It's meta. It's effective. But also I'm scared because this one feels like the all bets are off one. You yeah. know, you, you know, Star Wars killed Han and Luke, you, you know, at the end of Last Jedi, he technically dies. So I'm like, wait a minute. This might be the one where they actually kill these OGs. Yeah. Um, but then they don't and it's awesome. <laughs> I I I think 
I, I would not have been okay if they had killed Sydney. Um, I, I, I did suspect Dewey was going to die. Just, just from the trailers, I was like, he just looks like <clears throat> he's at the end of his rope. And yeah. Dewey being, I don't want to say my least favorite character, because that's not true, but just the character I wasn't rooting for, let's put it that way, sure, um, sure. In, in the original four, I just, I'm glad... He, I mean, he went out like a hero, and I, I cried yeah. when he died. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. It was very. I didn't even I did like. Not expect that. It, it was. It was. I. It was like happy. Like I was. I was just like sitting there, like, and like before I even knew it, I was like, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying for Dewey, but you know. But again, I think, um, you know, the the way they made this movie was to to subvert the scream fans who you know you know a lot of us who know those movies inside and out we could guess like you know like instantly like oh okay this person's got to be the killer or like yeah oh well this is a misdirect because there yeah. were quite a few of those right at the beginning uh one of the uh the meeks kids uh the, the you know the boy again his name escapes me but uh you know he had bruises on him and she was like yeah. oh would you get those bruises and he was like, from football practice i was like no nah. it's not him it just it just can't be him because that would be silly if they're but then again i always laugh like thinking about the screen movies where i'm like man these killers they must be either really good with makeup or something because there's no way they don't have bruises when they get like oh, dude, beat up by face notoriously usually gets ass kicked even though yep. they take <clears throat> even though they get their victims man is an effortful <laughs> yeah yeah and and it you know makes me think of uh uh, scary movie, <laughs> the first one oh, at least. Yeah. When he's just like he keeps falling and stuff. He's like, oh, I gotta stop drinking. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Oh, um, so funny. Uh, I will say real quick on scary movie that um, I sometime last year. Uh, oh, actually no, it was it was literally last summer uh, when I first met Ryan. Actually, I rewatched. I know what you did last summer, and all oh, I could think man. was like, you know, what's funny is that. I don't think scary movie didn't ruin scream for me because scream is like, is perfect in my head, oh, yeah. but it, it does ruin. I know what you did last summer. Just oh, the yeah. idea to like run the guy over and he's like, oh, I'm fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. Hey, hey, don't even, I'm fine. No problem. Sometimes those spoof will do that to you. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Uh, like what I uh, watched was suspect. Like the uh, honest trailers. Have you ever seen any of those? Uh, oh, those are funny. Those yeah. Are funny, man. Those um, are, those are I, I, I didn't like their what if episode because I was a little bit like, it's not like that. You're being mean. <laughs> yeah, I, but, yeah. But sometimes like I'm just like, well, eh, that's true, isn't it? Uh, one that um, on this tangent for another second that uh, Jesse and I quote all the time is uh, that they did the Saw movies and it's like, oh, you know, Jigsaw's doing his monologue and then they just cut him off and the guy hosting it's just like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Like Justin and I quote that all the time. It's That's so funny. much fun. Um, but yeah, th I mean, this movie, I think it, it did a really great job of subverting expectations and and really, you know, being meta and being self-aware, <clears throat> which is hard to do in a um, in a non-ironic kind of way, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, but, uh, you know, like immediately when he was like, you know, we're, you know, how can we be toxic? And and he's just but I think right at the beginning. Uh, but I think he sold it really well. Jack sold it really well, where 
he started to become aware of all the rules and everything. Like one of my favorite lines in the movie, it was kind of spoiled in the trailers, but I still laughed out loud. Was in he was like, is, he, is there beer downstairs? He's like, all right, I'm gonna get some beer. He's like, is there? I'll be right back. Ah, yeah, I know yeah. this one. And and she's like, yeah, you're dead, man. <laughs> um, I, I I laughed at that because I was like, I feel like th- that felt real to me. Like I was like, I feel like, and it was part of the reason that I was. You know, like I said, I suspected him, but I only suspected him because it was Jack Quaid. I didn't suspect yeah, him because of the character, because the character I was like, I I related to and everything right at the beginning. You know, you know, she's like, oh, I just took all your boner pills. And he's like, baby, you're my boner pill. That I just so I just laughed. I was like, I think that's me. Like, this guy's me. <laughs> <laughs> I would make that stupid joke. I would be scarfing down pizza watching Stab 8 going, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but uh, as, as soon as he like stabbed her and he pulled out the inhaler and he was like, I can't believe that worked. I was like, you son of a bitch, you got me. Like, I he really got me. I, I didn't even guess him for a minute. I, but you know, like I said, I only guessed him because it was Jack Quaid. Yeah. I, and, and it, it just, you know, I, I'm going to go see it again later this week, but it's like uh, it, it seems semi-obvious in retrospect. But I think part of the reason they were good about not suspecting him because he's with her in a whole other town. The whole. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, you know, they're, it's not going to be him. Right. Um, but one thing I, I love that they committed to was the stab movies. And she's looking up. It's like a, the fake IMDb at the beginning. And she oh, sees yeah. the cast list. I was like. Right away, I was like, "That's so cool!" Like yeah. it's it it's it's like what their pictures would look like now on IMDb. You know, Luke Wilson yeah. and uh, David Schwimmer, Toy Spelling in in their first yeah. stab. Uh, really, like such an interesting, um, such a cool touch that I was like, "This is feeling." They're committing to the movie. They're and cool. they did their homework too. Obviously, a hundred percent. And, and that's all you can ask for with uh, a, a legacy sequel that's not made by the originals, you know, yeah. and, and R.A.P. Wes Craven, who was a genius. Um, and, and I love that, you know, that, that that kid's name was Wes, you know, and yeah. her her last name was Carpenter, you know. So it's like yeah. there's there's these fun little nods that they had, uh, you know, even Billy Loomis in the first movie, you know, like Dr. Loomis and Halloween yeah. um, that they that they have that hit us as as mega fans right away is oh is west because west craven you know oh her name's carpenter like john carpenter um yeah. that maybe would go over the the head of a just a regular fan um uh, or just someone going to see the movie <clears throat> but um well let me let me ask you uh as far as the opening you know do you think the opening holds up to the other movies the opening you me with tara yeah uh i do because it was so fun Yep. And um, because I do, I think it was a really effective one because we got to see it be a little, little different, like with our technology now too, she got to literally look up some of the answers to the questions. Yeah. Yeah. And you had that like sense of, Oh, like maybe she's going to answer them all right. And we'll see what happens if you get every single one. Right. And then yeah. of course she got the one wrong, but I thought it was in the other ones. The girls are always scared. Mm-hmm. 
And I love seeing her. She was scared, but some of her, like I said earlier, like, I got it, you motherfucker. Yeah. You fuck. Like, it was, I'm like, oh, it's this is how teenagers talk now. And just the whole, her talking to him about, like, elevated horror and stuff. Like, she was actually, like, conversing and, like, proving her point back. It was, yeah. so I, I really like this. I mean, nothing will top that Drew Barry the drew barrymore one just because it was so classic it was the oh, first yeah. thing um but i really i yeah no i think it holds up really well and it's and it's different which i like i i think what sold me on it immediately was the um uh the way he you know the killer started the conversation when he was like, oh i'm i'm part of sam's group you know uh my name's charlie yeah. and um because it, it's like you know we know immediately it's the killer but oh, yeah I I thought it was such an effective way to get uh, her on board um, yeah. to to stay on the phone with the guy, um, and you know, and it's 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 like a whole different world, right? You know, I, I saw a, a tweet that that really like made me laugh, where it was like, my kids finally convinced me to watch The Ring with them, and I had to pause it because I had to explain what a videotape was and what a oh, landline phone was, and, oh, <laughs> and funny. And, and all these things that just like cracked me up. I was like, oh my God, that, that movie that dated? Like, am I that old? <laughs> it, it, it must. Yeah. But, um, but in this one, it was, it was a good way. And I did think of that, that meme while I was watching the movie, like it, it was a good way to keep her on the phone and keep her engaged. And then, and I think <clears throat> the true MVP of, of these movies it doesn't get enough credit is Roger Jackson as the voice. Oh, it's exceptional. And you know, what's funny is uh, rewatching scream four. So there's like fake out like three openings um, in the, uh, in the beginning of the movie. And I was just like, you know, what's funny is that like the dialogue, the, the, the dialogue they wrote for Ghostface is so bad in those yeah. in that opening because he's just like who's this he's just like angry and stupid and i was like i and that's obviously done deliberately because when it actually is him um or the the, the voice later it's more methodical and scary yeah. um it's not overdone and, and ridiculous uh and even in this movie i thought um like th- th- this is so well done because like i'm genuinely scared because yeah. he is selling it like and you know i said that years and years ago about darth vader and empire like james earl jones if it had been anybody else and no offense to david prowse you know r.i.p david prowse he he did not have as menacing of a voice <laughs> which no. is why they they dubbed him over because uh when it's james earl jones he sells oh, man. that character it's all-time voice work yeah. And, and, you know, uh, you know, you and I big being big comic book fans, like we, you know, we love like, like Spider-Man and Batman stuff like Kevin Conroy, uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes from the original show. And uh, even Josh Keaton from uh, spectacular Spider-Man, like they, they deserve all the credit in the world because they, absolutely they bring these characters to life and Ghostface Roger Jackson brings that character to life in the scariest way. Oh, and it's, it's terrifying. And it's part of the reason that the first film, that opening won't be topped because you, you don't really think much about it. It just seems so innocent at first. And then when it turns, it turns. Um, and I thought they they did that just as well in this one where, you know, he calls her back and he's like, quick question. Do you think I got in the house before you before? You, yeah, it was scary. I was just like, you know, you're, you're put 
and, and Jenna Ortega is, is selling that scene so well that I'm sitting there like, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, she's done. She's yep. done. She's cashed. The trailer just gave it away because it was reminding you it's a scream film. The first person you see who answers that phone always gets Scott. And then yep. she didn't. And I'm like, wow, now that first scene is so much better because <laughs> she made it out. Yeah. It, 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 that sold it for me. Uh, and when he's on the phone with, uh, with Sheriff Hicks, it's just, you know, and she's crying, like, please don't hurt my baby. And then I did not expect her to get killed the way she did. Uh, I didn't. Even, so I am shocked. And we can talk about this real quick is I was, I saw, I mean, I hate to say I saw it coming, but I figured, okay, maybe they'll off someone like a Dewey in here. And he did go out like a hero and I did get very emotional and I liked the choice. I didn't hate it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They needed to show these, you know, also the scream fans, like you said, they had to subvert in a way of, you were able to walk into four movies and pretty much you knew probably Sydney Cox and, uh, and Dewey aren't going to die. Right. And, um, you were right. And I felt that going into this one. I said, Oh, I bet they're safe. And then when you start seeing where Dewey's at in his life, I'm like, okay, he might go out heroic. He did. I did not expect Sheriff Hicks to die. No, no. I did not. And not in the way, like we talked about, it was gruesome in broad daylight. I didn't expect that. Cause I thought, okay, Dewey will be, because he wasn't dead at that point yet. I'm like, it'll be all these kids. It's going to be tragic. It's going to have Sheriff Hicks is going to be mad now and she's going to want revenge and she's going to rally the troops. And Nope. She's dead too. I was like, wow. Effective. Yeah, it, it, it really was. Uh, and a, a character who was, uh, she was on my suspect list in part four, to be honest with you. It oh just, yeah. I, I thought I was like, it's, it's probably her. Uh, and yet again, being wrong <laughs> like four times in a row, um, which, which again is a fun feeling though. Like not knowing, um is is a fun feeling and being wrong in, in this case is a fun feeling where you're like oh oh it's oh it's jack and amber like that's interesting uh or richie i should say maybe you all know what i'm talking about um yeah <laughs> but um you know but so when she came back in this movie and she was kind of a bitch to sam i was just like dude fuck this chick like whatever yeah. and then and then later when she's like on the phone she's crying and she's like freaking out i was just like Okay, you got me, movie. Like she's yeah. Like I, I don't want her to die now. Yeah. Um, and and that was such a, I mean, and even with the uh, the Meeks kids, such a such a powerful scene. And I loved that you know she's watching that Jamie look behind you scene, and then she's oh, just yeah. like, wait a minute, and then turns yeah, around yeah, and gets yeah. attacked. <laughs> it's it's such a good. Um, it, it was such a good like meta moment where I just laughed. I was like. And I kind of saw it coming. I was like, she's going to turn around. She's going to see something. Um, but, but I'm also glad that those two kids survived the end of the movie. Like that was, I was that was a nice too, surprise. I was really happy with the sister. And then when it cuts and she's waving at her twin brother, I'm like, oh, homie's alive too. Like that's yeah. super cool. I'll tell you about these deaths because we keep talking about how like unexpected and different they were. I know towards the end of the movies, there's a lot of gunplay. Yeah. Um, but in this one, when, you know, the one girl Liv comes in and she has blood on her hand and she's like, I found Chad and she doesn't have time to explain like what. So now you're led to believe that she found him like alive and was trying to help him yeah. and when she comes in and they're all staring at her. And then when Amber's like, I know, and then just shoots her point blank. Yeah. It's like, wait, that's a crazy like usually we don't see the killer revealed like that. Yeah. It's like, boom, it's me, pop. And then she's pointing the gun at everyone. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was a really quick 
spur of the moment. It does suck that only Liv and Wes died. Well, Amber died too, but she was a killer. But like Liv and Wes, <laughs> yeah, just two people in the friend group, just trying to, just trying to get through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, this the you know I think that it's it's kind of what makes these movies like scary, scarier in a way where it's like the the idea of it's always somebody you know and yeah, and that is a scary thought. And I think there's a good moment in four with Sydney and uh, Hayden Panettiere when she's like, you know, Charlie's like, Oh, you know, it, this isn't my blood. I found, you know, whatever the other kid's name is. I forget the kid that had the headset on the whole time oh, yeah. um, when she, he's like, Oh, I just, I found him. I tried to help him, you know? And she's like, if you can't trust him, don't open the door. It's just, it, it's such a scary moment where you're like, you know, you, you kind of are in that moment going, what would I do? Would I let them in or would I, yeah. Would I lock them out? And um, and I thought it was such a good moment later when Sam finds uh, Tara tied up and she yeah. hesitates to untie her. And I was just like, I was like, oh, man, he got in her head. Like, yeah. And, and even you as the audience for a second are like, is it Tara, though? I mean, she yeah. did survive yeah. the, the opening. My mind. Yep. And and then like later when she's like, you know, I guess you're not as convincing as you thought. And like Tara gets out and everything. Um, I was just like, I'm like cheering, like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, okay, good. We're good. Like the heroes are going to win, you know, <laughs> they're going to win, uh, which, which is, um, but at the same time, I thought this about ghostbusters afterlife, uh, same thing with this movie. And I'll ask you your opinion here is that if we don't get another scream, if we don't get another ghostbusters in both of these situations, I'm cool because I feel, I feel like we had good satisfying endings. Anything else is just going to be gravy at this point. Like, what, what do you think? I firmly agree with you. I really hope that this is the last one um, because I think the use of the legacy cast was really nice. It was not as much as I thought, and I'm happy they were more supporting roles. Yeah. And they really let Sam be the, like the star the main character, which mm-hmm. in four, they try to do it a little bit with Emma Roberts, but it's still, ends up it's really sydney's story it, this it is one, yes. i like how she comes back um kind of like i mean i hate to say this they feel like toby and andrew um, a little bit Cox yeah. and uh sydney in this one where they show up when they're needed they're sprinkled out through the movie more but they show up when they're needed yep. they do their thing they basically keep going we've done this come on we got you and then sydney giving sam that closure at the end i like it i think this is a good I think this will be a good place to end. I would not like to see if they keep doing these. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see the legacy cast again. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. You know, Cox and Sydney, and I just call her Cox because it's Courtney Cox. I know it's Gail Weathers. I know, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's Courtney Cox. Everyone like, how do you just not say? Yeah. That? Yeah. Let it, and I know once I see Ghostbusters Afterlife, I'm gonna feel the same way. Um, don't don't milk it, or, or if you want to do Scream again, reboot with like new characters. I don't yeah. know because to let to let this new cast keep going and not have the legacy people, then you're gonna be like, well, why is the legacy people coming back? Then if you just keep bringing them back and back and back, you're eventually gonna get to a point where you like kill Sydney and like scream eight. And then I'll, I won't like that. Yeah, because I, I kind of yeah, like yeah. her getting her own closure through helping Sam. Yeah. Um. So I'm with you. I hope I would be totally good. And I, I hope it 
I hope this is the last one, at least with this story. I, I, I totally agree. And I think um, like the trailers made it seem like uh, like Sydney and Gail and Dewey were like the main characters again, yeah. uh, which I think was smart from a marketing point of view, because yeah. when the movie was going on, I did have that thought, like, where are the other characters? But then I was like, wait, wait, get that out of your head. Like, I we, we're, I, we need to fall in love with these new characters, which I did. Exactly. I did. Um, and, and I really like Sam. I really like Tara. And I thought they had great arcs. And, and, and you know, who knows? Maybe they'll, you know, the movie is super successful, which I think it will be. Um, yeah. they'll, they'll probably come up with some sort of sequel. Um, yeah. will, so, you know, time will tell. But, but if they were like, ah, no, we're done. I, I think I'd be okay with that because it's it's different than like the Michael or Jason or yeah. Freddie movies that just you know they they just milked those until there was nothing left. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, but we'll 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 see, I guess. Oh, Sydney is gonna stay away pretty much until Dewey dies, and then she comes back. So yeah, yeah. To, to use these characters again, like what is going to be the new motivation? Like, do you get, do you get gratuitous and now you kill Gail, Courtney Cox and Sydney's like, well, got to do this one more time at some right. point. I think if you're like Neve Campbell too, you're like, well, listen, I'll keep making them. But with that last one we made, like, I don't know if I want to come back and you just keep offing all of my people now. Now it feels gratuitous. And now right. I feel like a device more than a supporting role. So I, I do hope they hang it up with this, but it's Hollywood and uh, <laughs> they probably won't. And that's what the movies have joked about for, for two over two decades now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- this is, uh, this has been a total blast, man. Uh, blast. We, uh, I mean, we, we always have, great conversations even like off mic you know we texting all the time oh, all the time brother but uh but yeah um I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this um you know you know we're we're big movie buffs you know you probably more than i am uh but um but it's it's so it's so much fun to just get into these conversations and and feel like we're not psychotic fans like like uh jack or amber <laughs> no we are but, very sane ones very sane. <laughs> we 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 understand that it's okay if the if even if the movie hadn't been good i think you and i would have just been like oh well, that sucked and then just moved on with our lives just uh, moved on with our life i would not have uh had a whole plan to make a new film by causing some tragedy yeah no i, I don't want zeddy to get a uh <laughs> get a no. <laughs> ghost face so no i love zeddy so don't do that please <laughs> no no he'll be okay he would survive yeah he'd be all right he'd survive he'd he's a smart guy he's, he's a smart guy <laughs> smart guy um but yeah man uh so uh as always uh if people are looking for you where can they find you yeah uh you can follow me everywhere uh at nico caruso that's n-i-k-k-o-c-a-r-u-s-o uh twitter instagram letterbox tiktok i do movie reviews on tiktok um if you like the comic book stuff you're 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 listening to the four comic book junkies podcast so i feel like you would <laughs> uh you could follow at the vigilante 1939 that's my main podcast that i do with my pal Zay that we're talking about and my father as well um it's 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 a super cool re- relationship we have and then if you like spider-man i do a spider-man podcast uh called the italian for spider-man coalition it's three Mm -hmm. italian dudes um my father as well but a good friend 
Mr. Peter Vera. We do that show together. We're just three Goombas talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> and uh, we finally did our No Way Home review. We wanted to let it sit and let some more people see the movie and get it out there. So if you like all that stuff, uh, come come follow me come talk to me i'm not like jack or amber if you disagree with something with me i'll be cool about it we'll talk about it at the end of the day i'm gonna respect that i'm not gonna uh create a whole elaborate plan and find some legacy characters in your life to off (laughs) no no we we, we're uh we're not doing that um but then again we've said it so many times that we'll be the first suspects but it feels like we are yeah it totally feels like we are doing it now Oh boy. I couldn't um, be. I was talking about Hodges and we kept saying we wouldn't do it because we're good fans. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's but, your two boys, Nico and JJ. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, this has been uh this has been a total blast, man. Always and uh, thank you so much, man. So uh, we'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll sign off here and uh, we'll, we'll say to everyone out there. One last question. What's your favorite scary movie? Mine is screen. But you probably guessed that already. I think I said that in another episode. You know, it's fine. I'm I'm done. We're gonna we're gonna end this now. All right.